This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. On today's podcast clip, we have the head of marketing of the Collingwood Football Club, Karina Whiteford. Spoken a little bit about uh, sort of the things that have happened in your career and mm-hmm. how you've entered industry and then how you've progressed while you've been there. Mm-hmm. What would your advice be to, I suppose, um, I guess, two groups of people. So one of them would be uh, younger people who are looking to make that bridge. So mm-hmm. they've, you know, fresh baby face, just mm-hmm. finished their undergraduate, <laughs> want to cut their teeth on yeah. a, a new job. What would your advice be for them in terms of getting their first position? Because that's quite often a question I get from the yeah. undergraduate students. Yeah. Um, and then the second question would be about how they should go about maximizing those opportunities and leveraging them to grow within that organization sure. or to then use that to, to get a, a position, maybe in the industry they're more passionate about like mm-hmm. you did with the sports. I think the entrance into marketing a marketing role is always going to be difficult just because of the fact that it's an entry level role and it's, you know, there's the volume of applicants is always going to be high, but I just, I would encourage a fresh face marketer to just give anything a go. Okay. And I, so I think don't be, don't be afraid of trying something that doesn't necessarily look like marketing because oftentimes it does or it, or it factors into, or you get exposed to how marketing can improve or be better utilized across the business, not just in the marketing team. So communication and, and, and things like that. So I think, yeah, don't be afraid afraid to try something different um, and be open to everything. Um, big fan, of course, of, of the right thing will land with you at the right time and it will teach you what you need to be taught. Um, and then I guess leveraging that, I think just especially when you're starting out, you're just, you're just learning. You're trying to find out what works for you, what doesn't, um, and what you're good at because you probably don't know yet. You don't know in a, in a, a real-life marketing scenario what you're actually good at. So just give everything a try and don't be afraid to change your mind and sort of go, you know what, I thought that maybe I would be a better um, management marketer in a like financial investment area and this is where I want to be um, and trying that and going, actually, I really dislike that. I think that's that's the point is to, to try everything, give it a go, and just learn about yourself constantly, constantly be open to evolving and being agile about what you're good at and who you are and your impact on a business. And I will continue to do that. Will I be in marketing forever? I don't know. I know that my skills are what my skills are. So I will let my evolution go with that rather than what I think I am skilled at, which is marketing. Um, so, um, yeah, so I think and and just leveraging opportunities, like understand that not every business can do that for you and it's not a reflection on you and your skill or your ability or anything like that it's just it's just business um so if something if a particular organization you're currently at maybe isn't able to give you the opportunities you're looking for the challenges you're looking for decide what you need and decide what you um are happy with as well so big fan of not sitting in the rocking chair like don't rock back and forth and go oh, i don't like this i'm not getting what i want decide what you want ask the business for it and rationalize it. And if they can't give that to you, then make an actionable decision to say, well, this is what I need. So I'm going to make the decision that I need to find a new role or something yeah. like that. So, so yeah, I think it's just being aware and open about expectations 
so that the business knows what you want so that they can either help you or tell you that they can't. So Yeah, just being open. Absolutely. And I think that's just being vocal about, yeah, what your next step is because then you're just trusting other people to help you with that. So, so do you, like, you, you're very busy and, <laughs> you know, like me, you struggle with your work-life balance. Yes. Um, do you find opportunities to... To, to read do you mm-hmm. do you have any like marketing do you read any marketing books for example that you find are very useful for yourself um probably not marketing ones uh, I'm always on my phone so I don't like the physical book I that's one of my goals for this year is to actually read physical books more um but I'm big on the Harvard Business Review like I don't know what it is about that but I feel like it's retargeting me now because I visited it a few times but <laughs> Um, that is like, I'm constantly reading that for, um, probably more broad business articles and I'm not, I'm subscribed to, I think it's, um, marketing magazine, is Mm. that one of them? Um, but yeah, just time to read it is very low. So I'm more of a phone scroller, bite-sized articles, Mm. seeing if it's valuable or not. And then going back to my Twitter feed. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense though. I think a lot of people would probably be more like that. Yeah. Um, where, you know, we are so busy and mm-hmm. if we can fit five minutes as we're waiting for a bus or something yeah, like that, absolutely. or there's a few minutes between a meeting, yeah. it's like, all right, what's Twitter got to tell me? Like what articles yeah. show up in Twitter? And then if, you, if so that true. grabs you, you're like, yeah. cool, I'm going to read that. And mm-hmm. maybe it's a two, three minute read. And um, mine's, mine's waiting for dinner. Like if yeah. I'm making dinner, I literally go onto Twitter because I follow a lot of like industry accounts on that and that's usually where I get my information from yeah um yeah and so it's very millennial of me but <laughs> yeah and, and you can sort of follow the people that you are interested in their yeah. opinion anyway and I think and certainly that's much more of what I I'm doing I'm finding myself doing now and, and specifically on LinkedIn is um like yeah Ariana Huffington Simon Sinek I'm sure there's other personalities that I just I like the way that they think and the sort of um, conversations they're starting as well. So I tend to to follow those, um, yeah, like thought leadership. Um, they're sort of the ones that I'm I'm interested in, and I will read. Yeah. Across, yeah. On yeah. My phone. Those bite-sized two to three-minute mm-hmm. things, like mm-hmm. giant mm-hmm. one to two-hour-long podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's, also, that's what the YouTube channel's for. It's the shorter cut down clips yeah. and it tells you exactly what it's about. Exactly. It all works out. Exactly right. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sitting down with oh me. Uh, I hope tonight. that was valuable. Uh, it definitely was. So a question that I normally ask people as, as they're sort of leaving is, what would your advice be to people? And I know you've only lived 30 years of, <laughs> of life and some of the people that I've interviewed have mm. lived you know, 60, 70 years of life. But given that, you know, you, you are a bit younger, so it might be a bit different. What would your advice be to everyone else? Like what sort of mantra do you have or what do you think that they should take with them? What What are your parting words for our Ooh, audience? Oh, gosh, pressure. I wish I had a thought this <laughs> I through. I formed you up for a while. I'm, oh, gosh, I'm full of cliches and now I can't think of one of them. Um, I guess my, my advice, hmm, just broadly to people. Could be anything to do with work or life or family or friends or how you see the world. I think, and my mum's great for advice. The one thing that's probably stuck true for a long time for me is control what you can control. 
and it's boring and it's basic, but that's probably it. If you can't like the same thing, like leveraging growth in a business, you can't control if they're willing to, to grow with you or give you what you need. So just control what you can control and that's how you respond to things and how you, um, yeah, how you operate. Control what you can control. Hmm. Yeah, that's one you can ponder on for a while, isn't, isn't it? it? <laughs> that's like a, a cup of tea in the corner just thinking yeah. for about an hour or two. I mean, it's very short and concise, but mm. it's like, huh. <laughs> probably not even saying, but yeah, it's – and um, look, the context behind it, probably my mum's sick of me worrying about everything all the time, so yeah. she used to say, Karina, just control what you can control. Yeah. Can you control that? then don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And it, uh, probably the, the more um, sophisticated way of saying it is if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes worrying about it. Definitely true. Awesome. <laughs> uh, thanks again for coming No in. problems. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. It's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.